Principal Matters Podcast, episode 331. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, we're talking part two of how to grow your people with my special guests, Mary Beth Bowling and Amy Nall from the Archdiocese of Louisville, Kentucky. If you listen to episode 330, you're already familiar with both of these leaders, but just a quick introduction, Dr. Mary Beth was named the superintendent of schools for the Archdiocese of Louisville in July of 2021. She has spent her entire career serving as a teacher, as a principal, and as an assistant soup and a superintendent. You can read her entire bio in the show notes, but she has uh, a fantastic leader for the Archdiocese of Louisville and her assistant superintendent of schools. Amy Nall is also with us. She has been a Catholic school educator for 30 five years, a former teacher, assistant principal, principal, and now the assistant superintendent, and also, of course, a grandma. And so <laughs> we're so glad to have both of you back to Principal Matters. Welcome back to this conversation. The last time we were together, we spent the hour talking about your dedication to growing your people. And we it's so rich to hear the conversations of other leaders and the commitment that you have to the vision for your district and how that translates into the kind of professional work that you've done with your folks. And just so principal mentors know too, we set up this conversation with the context that we've been working together for the past mm -hmm. couple of years, as I've been able to connect with your leaders and I've been able to come in person to do work with you. And sometimes, as I admitted last session, I don't always do the best job of telling listeners the things that I'm doing outside this podcast. Mm -hmm. And so thank you guys for your generosity mm -hmm. in pulling back together. We've When we finished the last conversation we were having, Amy was sharing some of the feedback from principals from the work that we've been doing through the Grow Leadership Academy. Mm -hmm. And all my offerings can be found at the website at williamdparker.com and just go to the services button if you're interested in the PD that I offer. But I wanted to come back to your stories of ways that you guys have been taking your vision mm -hmm. and translating it into action in the work that you've been doing with leaders. And there's a couple of directions I want to go here. One is just other ways that you've been using time with principals to encourage ongoing learning. And then Mary Beth, later in the conversation, I want to unpack a little bit of some of the work you and I've been doing together too, through some executive coaching, because I think it would be helpful for leaders to see the variety of ways that you guys are enriching your learning. So let's start here. My very first time that I got to actually come to Louisville, Kentucky was for a summer. It was actually the end of a school year event, Mary Beth. Yes, why don't you talk a little bit about why you reached out to me and what a value that we found in working with your teachers together during that time? Well, I think um, obviously coming out of or enduring all that was thrown at us during COVID, uh, our teachers and our principals um, were at the very best fragile. And so I had read uh, your book, Pause, Breathe, Flourish, and found that it resonated. I don't care if you're a, a principal, you're a teacher, yes. you're an assistant superintendent or superintendent. There were so many strategies in that book, and you, you are a wonderful storyteller on top of it. Um, that really engaged me. And then my hope was that by providing you uh, your the opportunity for you to visit us in person, that our uh, teachers would be uplifted, 
and our principals would feel that same sense of, I can do this. These are things that I can get through with support from one another, mm -hmm. um, with support from those that I work with. And so that was kind of our first little toe dipping experience, I think, with mm -hmm. um, having you here. And that was very, very helpful. And then that rolled into an opening event that we do every August for all of our Catholic school teachers. Uh, we bring them together for liturgy, uh, and then we have a guest speaker, and you followed up that August uh, as our guest speaker. So um, that first go around, it was just touching a small group, a smaller group, but with that second go around, um, even though we had some COVID challenges, yeah. you were there in right. person. Uh, we live streamed your event mm -hmm. and just, again, received uh, so much uh, positive feedback that our partnership continued. Well, I have so many great memories from being there. And, um, but before I, I continue down that road, because I want to talk a little bit about some of the other PD that we've done together. Yeah. Amy, you had mentioned off the air that you guys um, still have copies of that book and you've used that mm -hmm. book in some other settings too. How have you continued to do ongoing learning with Pause, Breathe, and Flourish? Right. Well, it has it served as a book study um, for our assistant principals an opportunity to, we, we actually started the school year with the secondary assistant principals uh, that year showing a clip from, from your uh, live stream that you did at the opening event, because generally the secondary uh, schools are already in session and, and don't attend that. And, um, and then using uh, the book to guide us. And it was so perfect for that uh, post-pandemic, although we found out last year wasn't quite post-pandemic, it was just mm -hmm. pandemic part two, but uh, we thought it was going to be post-pandemic, um, and I think of when you, when you came to do the keynote, you know, sitting six feet apart and masks in the, in the church and uh, having a seating chart and, you know, to go back and, and think about that, how absolutely relevant uh, this book was, still is, always is. Uh, so we also uh, reference part, parts of it and, and use bits and pieces of it with our elementary uh, assistant principals. And, and really not just the book and the opportunities of book study, but but even just really promoting um, your your podcast because there's so much professional learning that can happen just right in your car ride to school every morning um, or in the evening when you're, you know, kind of shutting down and, uh, you know, heading to bed uh, that that really has empowered our principals. And and actually um, that word empowered has come come up as a uh, feedback, feeling empowered. Uh, one principal made a comment about lo I love my work, but I feel more empowered to do it better um, mm. for the the support of of your work will so uh, we we thank you for that and I think ways we can support each other with ongoing learning in such a, a relationship uh, is so so important and if well, I could just add will yeah. just one one other sentence to that is uh, as a principal for many of those 20 plus years I was a principal I did not have access to Mm -hmm. your podcast. Mm -hmm. But 
as I rolled into the assistant superintendent's role and found out about your podcast, it was like, why didn't I have this when I was a principal? Because you speak directly to a principal and their needs. And there's not too many other podcasts out there that provide that one-on-one support, even though I don't know you, you're miles and miles away, states away, there's still an opportunity to think about uh, your role as a principal and to benefit from whatever nugget it is that you're sharing. So for me, it was an automatic, I got to get this out to our principals. And uh, so I started doing that as assistant superintendent. And then what I will share with you is, um, you know, I was in the assistant superintendent role for seven years. So as we were rolling into 2021, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, you, you invited at the end of your podcast, if you're interested, in having me in, in speaking to me about mm-hmm. engaging in your community in any way. And I thought, you know, maybe he's speaking to me too. Maybe this mm-hmm. is something that he could see a partnership, uh, a system he could see a partnership developing with, even uh, even though we are Catholic. Um, and so I said to my superintendent at the time, hey, I'm gonna which, I'm gonna reach out to Will and see where I get. And it was like, boom, I reached out, you were back with me. We began having dialogue and um, I didn't realize how easy, easy it would be and simple it would be to really connect with you and to start thinking about the possibilities. So, wow, this has been so helpful just to have you guys repeat back to me the experiences we've had together. And I'm just having so many aha moments. So I'm just going to, you know me, I'm always saying the things I think out loud in mm-hmm. summarizing, but um, this morning, uh, one of my self-care strategies is to get up early and do some exercising. So I was on an early morning jog with my dog Ivy and it was still dark outside and cold in Oklahoma this time of the year, like it is for you guys. And I've discovered um, a podcast that I've enjoyed listening to. Here's a plug for Principal Matters listeners. It's called Remarkable People by Guy Kawasaki. Hmm. And I've been listening to this now for the last couple of months. And he just interviews remarkable people, famous people. They're not educators, but occasionally he'll have an educator on. And at the end of the podcast, he said, if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it or share it with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I had this little light bulb moment go off in my brain, which is I've been listening to this podcast and really enjoying it. And I have been recommending it to friends. And I decided maybe I should just mention this to listeners, which I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I also realized that I had been listening to him for a long time before I ever did anything, mm-hmm. you know, like ever responded to that invitation. So Mary Beth, thanks for saying that. And I just want to say this directly to listeners right now. Somebody's listening. And I have said to you, if you've ever been a longtime listener of the show, please reach out to me at will at williamdparker.com or go to my website. I mean it. So if if you have not <laughs> never reached out to me by email or just or through my website or tried to connect with me, I want to know you and I want to connect with you. And maybe there's a way that we can connect with helping your leaders. And maybe that's just by sharing more of the podcast, or maybe it's a way for us to connect like you did, Mary Beth, reaching out and saying, Hey, let's do something. Let's, let's make this work and actually connect your content with my leaders in person. And then later uh, through these virtual options that we've had as well. Um, So, so anyway, I I had to tell that quick story. Um, I, um, I have a, I want to also share a secret with listeners of how 
an ongoing relationship tends to happen whenever you reach out to me. So I'm just warning you ahead of time that this is the way I like to work. And Mary Beth, you've been on the on the receiving end of this, is whenever I sit with a leader and we've started a friendship and a relationship, you're going to probably get some questions from me because I like to ask questions. And one of the cycles that you and I have been through, um, Mary Beth, uh, before we even started doing formal coaching together was just times where we would connect and I would just ask you deep co- coaching questions. And so talk about that for just a minute uh, about how that's also been a helpful part of mm-hmm. the way that we've connected, not just through the presentations I do, but mm-hmm. how that might be helpful for other leaders out there who would mm-hmm. benefit from that kind of connection too. Well, I think what I would say is just as a principal's job can be very lonely and Mm -hmm. isolating, so can a superintendent's job, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So um, the opportunity really to have somebody that now knows me relatively well, challenge me, push me, have me think about things differently, sometimes stump me is um, very beneficial for my own personal growth. So as someone uh, in your position who does interact with various districts and various leaders, um, educational and non-educational leaders, you have that scope of understanding that I can benefit from. So uh, Will and I have been working on, because one of the things when I started my role as superintendent was I really had to think about communication a little bit differently. Um, Just because we are a system of schools, there's a lot of variables that I won't get into, Um, but we've been uh, unpacking his Messaging Matters book. Um, For for me, that's been very helpful. Um, You know, it's how school leaders can inspire teachers, motivate students and reach communities, but you can stick in superintendent uh, to replace you know, whether it's principal or whatever. So um, we've just been unpacking that together. Uh, He's been challenging me. Well, you've been challenging me to uh, really think about things in in particular uh, a little bit differently and even strategizing and formulating opportunities to move forward in my own role. So that for me has been uh, very refreshing. Well, thank you. And for those of you that are listening to the show, I I want you to recognize too that you know, depending on the organization or group or leader that I'm working with, I try to also be sensitive to the visions and the values that you guys share. We mentioned this last time, Amy, but because you guys serve a Catholic school diocese, that when we do your Girl Leadership Academy together, that you take the leadership role of leading principles in prayer together and making sure that that opportunity to connect with their with their spiritual identity is a part of that training. Um, that doesn't normally happen in settings that I do outside of Catholic schools, but I, I really appreciate the fact that um, when I've connected with PD, with folks across the U.S., that every, every, every place has its own values, uh, whether that's a public school, a charter school, a Catholic school. And so I've just appreciated how you guys have have also brought your values to the conversation. And you've been able to, to maintain your identity in those conversations and really um, helped me to know how, as I'm framing my training, to continue to hopefully provide strength to those values too, in, in what I'm bringing to those trainings. Last time we talked in session 330, we talked about the Grow Leadership Academy. 
Um, I, so I've been with you guys in person to do some training with teachers. I've been with you for the opening ceremony that you guys did with your um, entire teaching teams. I've walked with you through some Grow Leadership Academy. I've done a little work with some of your new teachers. And this year, Jen Schwanke's done some work with some of your new teachers. And, um, and of course, Mary Beth, you and I have done some executive coaching together as well. And so I just want to say thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to exercise ongoing growth, not just through the podcast, but also through the connections that we can make through these services. Support for Principal Matters comes from Summer Pops Math Workbooks. Here's a question for my listeners in elementary middle schools. How are your students practicing their math skills over the summer? Recently, I was asked to look over the Summer Pops series. So with the help of my wife, some of you know, a former middle school math teacher, we looked over the workbooks ourselves and she loved them. We found Summer Pops to be an engaging workbook that would provide students with math practice over the summer that is easy to use and content rich. But you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Go to summerpopsworkbooks.com and request your own sample workbooks. If you're looking for a cost-effective and research-based strategy to improve student math skills, consider joining other high-performing schools and offering Summer Pops to your students. Review it for yourself or pass it along to your math department. Either way, spring is right around the corner. So request your sample workbook at summerpopsworkbooks.com today. Support for Principal Matters comes from Peer Driven PD. Let me paint a picture for you and see if you can relate. You look at your calendar and you see it's time to prep for your next PD day. And you know that you and your teachers have a lot of shared knowledge and experience, but wouldn't it be nice to have a gold mine of high quality PD at your fingertips so that your teachers could access it at any time and anywhere? Well, there is some help. Go to peerdrivenpd.com and find a library of films with some of the best teachers in the country talking about their tips and techniques that really work in real classrooms. This isn't just engaging for your teachers and helpful for you. It's really strong content that's going to increase student learning and improve relationships with kids. So if you want your teachers to love their PD and learn strategies that are tested and proven by their peers in real classrooms, visit peerdrivenpd.com to request a quote today. Be sure to let them know that Principal Matters sent you and Mike will include a package of complimentary resources specifically for administrators. That's peerdrivenpd.com. So, but I want to, I want to switch gears here and talk a little bit more about not just the work I've done with you, but also the hopes and the dreams that you have for the Archdiocese of Louisville, because there is so, there, there are so many amazing things going on at your school. And Mary Beth, I'm just going to brag a little bit on some of the communication. You guys did a, a video series. Uh, I don't, this may have been a few months ago. You shared a couple of links with me of, of some of the highlights that have been happening among your schools. Can you talk for a little bit? about how you guys have taken your ideas of promoting and advancing your school community beyond just the moment, but also so that others can be aware of what's happening with your schools too. I think what you're referring to was a, um, a particular television uh, documentary on Catholic schools, our non-Catholic high schools. And um, they really highlighted some of the programming that goes on in those individual schools. And again, they run the gamut from very large to very small. And, and I share that with you 
um, because I was able to be a part of that and again, uh, promote the fact that, that people do have choices and that there are opportunities in our Catholic schools, whether you're Catholic or not, to be a part of, of a community. Um, I think the, the thing that I would share that has been advantageous for both Amy and I, and Amy is, um, I don't know, whatever kind of inventory we do, she would be high on that relator index. But we have really worked hard to build relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when you build relationships with your schools and your school leaders, your pastors, your principals, then you can begin to get to know them better, all 48 of them. Um, we pray for our schools daily, every 48. Our team divides those schools up and we pray. We have uh, prayer with, with and for them every day. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, we are visiting, we are on their campuses, we are asking them to invite us to see the wonderful things that they do. And so, um, for example, the first day of school, our whole team spread out, we were at different locations, we were welcoming families, we were welcoming teachers and, um, you know, the students into the buildings, we've attended a, a, a number of celebratory types of activities and our schools are becoming more um, open to extending those invitations. And, and so now we are in those buildings. And so to go back to the question you ask is if I'm not in those buildings, if I'm not interacting and building relationships, if our team is not interacting and build, building relationships with our schools, then we don't know what's going on. And we don't have a full understanding of the wonderful things that we can tout and communicate. So that's kind of been, um, our perspective. Um, last year, just one other marketing kind of a, a, a piece. We have a, a foundation called the Catholic Education Foundation that provides funding for students in need who want to attend a Catholic school. And this year alone, they funded 3,700 students in terms of tuition so that they could have the option to attend a Catholic school. But Catholic Education Foundation at their annual event, which is called the Salute to Catholic School Alumni, last March, actually, uh, and they give awards out to, to different prestigious Catholic school alumni, but they, on this particular evening, presented an award to all Catholic school teachers. And so I was able to stand up and we had a room full of 2000 people mm -hmm. that were able to say to our Catholic school teachers, we appreciate you. We understand the commitment that you made, uh, especially during the COVID years, mm -hmm. but we stand in partnership with you mm -hmm. and we support your work. And I can't tell you how powerful that was, that message was. So those are the a couple of things that I would share um, from my perspective that, that are ongoing and opportunities to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to jump on something I'm, I'm, that you said, Mary Beth, when you were talking about our being in the schools and visiting and the first day of school, we stood in the carpool line. I think, you know, one thing I would add, uh, Will, is, you know, we, we are teachers at heart. Uh, we, we might be sitting at the district level, but our heart is for the student and we will forever and always be teachers. And so our uh, commitment to the students comes in supporting the teachers, supporting the leaders who support the teachers. 
And that relationship that Mary Beth talked about, that is so important to us because we share in that identity of being Catholic school educators. Um, so I, I would just add that. Well, there, there's so much that both of you have said that I so admire. And just to touch on a couple of things, one, Mary Beth, the acknowledgement that leadership is is a lonely place. And so often it's so important for us to be able to connect with others who can help us maybe see the things that uh, we didn't realize that uh, we share in common, but also a, a sounding board for those things as well. But then what I have so appreciated about the work with you and with your teams is your commitment to application. And I'm just going to say straight up, I've told you this, Mary Beth, off the air, but I'm not sure I've ever worked with anyone who takes action as quickly as you do. Hmm. And so fiercely as you do when it comes to like, I, these are my goals and these are the things I've said I'm going to do and I'm going to do them. And so, and I think that's reflected in your commitment to your people. And so being in, being present, being visible, uh, being out there, giving your leadership team that same priority of not just being present with them physically, but also as Catholic educators, your commitment to praying for them too, which I think is so beautiful. Well, as I know that there's a lot of other things we can talk about here, but I also want to give you an opportunity to just share with me as leaders who have been so committed to helping your people grow. What's next? What are some of the hopes and the dreams that you have for the rest of the school year and for the years moving forward as you think about the ongoing work? Because isn't it nice to be kind of past COVID and mm -hmm. to be able to be, to begin to look at some of those dreams for the future um, that are that are hopefully just around the corner. So tell me about some of those, some of those ideas as you think about the future growth of the people that you're working with. I would say just from my standpoint, I feel like we are just starting. Mm -hmm. um, in some ways we're now beginning to get some traction and realize what the potential could be for our students and for our schools. So for me, the excitement is seeing the plan through um, our leadership team met this morning. We have a, a very defined uh, district improvement plan, and we're spending time looking at that and making sure that we're being um, faithful to that and that we are not just uh, creating a plan to sit on a shelf and then say, well, we, you know, here's our plan, but we're really not um, doing anything about it. So the excitement that I have about um, moving forward is really. Uh, seeing how our plans come uh, to fruition, our plan, and then each of our schools has an improvement plan. And how we support those schools and professional learning is critical for them to move forward. So we've done some analyzing and thematic work and looking at, uh, at individual school plans. So for me, it's just continuing to um, be strategic and purposeful in making sure that we're headed in the right direction. Mm, I love it. Amy, what about you when you think about your hopes and dreams for what's next? Yeah, I'll piggyback on on what Mary Beth said. I, I think that continuous improvement process that earlier, Will, I think you said, um, you used the expression of taking the vision and translating that into action. And of course, you just uh, complimented Mary Beth on being a leader who does take action. And that's what excites me is that we are in a, a constant uh, state of continuous improvement, always how can we be better? How can we better support 
uh, how can we do better? And, and knowing that uh, the, the plans that are continuous improvement plans that are guiding us at the district level and our schools are real. Uh, they aren't just uh, in a binder on a shelf or in the Google Drive, but they're really uh, driving our, uh, our work. And I'm excited to just see that uh, continue to grow. Uh, and again, I would say I feel the same way Mary Beth does because I've only been in this position for a year and a half, but I feel like we're just starting. And uh, our, uh, the five of us here in this Office of Catholic Schools, uh, in when, when this group started in 2021, all of us but one were new to our position. Mm -hmm. So uh, three of us came in from other uh, places. One person is still in her same position. And Mary Beth, while she was in this office, was not the superintendent. She was the assistant superintendent. So if you think about uh, in 2021, uh, four of the five of us were new to our positions. We are just starting. Uh, but we are super excited about all the possibilities and uh, the intentionality in which uh, we are moving forward and so excited about your partnership and, and the relationship with you and uh, how you are helping us to grow. Well, thank you guys. I, I want to bring this back to Principal Matters listeners as we wrap up here, because you may be listening to this conversation and thinking about what it must be great to work in an organization where you have strong leadership and in unity and people connected to their leaders. But I want to apply this to your leadership, Principal Matters listeners, because here's here's the lessons I've been learning from my work with Amy Nall and, and Mary Beth Bowling. And that is that even when you're in a place that has healthy structure or strong committed leadership or community support, there's always places to grow. Growth mm -hmm. is a continuous commitment. And so one of the things that has really been so encouraging to me from my relationship here has been your commitment that even though we are going to celebrate the things that are going well, and we're going to acknowledge those things, we're going to figure out how to be present for those situations, we're also going to stay committed to that ongoing growth. And with you know 48 schools and, and 20,000 students, that's a lot of commitment to, to try to keep moving everyone in a direction of growth. But I've also had the privilege of sitting in the room with lots of your leaders and they're committed to that growth too. And so it's, it, and you know, as well as I do, that there's no such thing as leadership alone. It, it Leadership is only possible when you connect with teams of people committed to the same vision and heading in the same direction. And so those building leaders, their commitment, their teachers and their commitment, the staff and their commitment, those parent partners and their commitment. And of course, most importantly, those kids and, and those students and their commitment to learning and, and, uh, and adapting and believing the vision in the, in the mission of their schools is what makes the school communities a place where people want their kids to be. So as we wrap up this conversation, I just want to thank both of you for inspiring me in the work that I get to do for partnering together with Principal Matters in the work that we're doing. And I'm, I was hoping in this conversation too, for Principal Matters listeners to maybe get a little glimpse of outside of your own work of the possibilities of ongoing growth for your leadership. So as we wrap up this conversation, Amy and, and, and Mary Beth, I know we shared this the last time, but I would like folks to know how they can stay connected with you. And then any final thoughts that you wanted to say to Principal Matters listeners as we wrap up. So Amy, why don't you share, how can we stay connected with you and any final thoughts you have? 
Okay, so my email is anall at archloo.org. That's A-N-A-L-L at archloo.org. And that's the easiest way. You can also find the Archdiocese of Louisville on our website at archloo.org um, and take a look at, at all the things that are going on here in the Archdiocese. Thank you. And I do want to come back, Amy, and ask you that follow-up question. What are some final thoughts you have as we wrap up this this conversation? Uh, well, you know, well, I, I would just say a final thought I had is, you know, professional uh, learning is essential. Um, and you can do that through a podcast in, you know, on your drive to work, or you can do that through some more formal structures and uh, what you offer and all, you know, lots of other ways out there. But I, I really have appreciated uh, the professional learning you have partnered with the Archdiocese uh, to provide and the relationship that we're building that you're building with our leaders. So, uh, you know, my final thought is just reach out and and take advantage of all the all of the good resources that are out there. Even your podcast will when you each week when you're talking with different uh, folks, you are connecting us. And so that loneliness of leadership or that isolation of leadership, uh, you can cross those uh, barriers uh, just by listening to your podcast. So cross. thank you. Yeah, cross those barriers, Principal Matters listeners. Reach out and connect with one another. And Mary Beth, how can folks stay connected with you? And what are some uh, final thoughts you'd like to share? Basically, it's the same as Amy's, except it's M-B-O-W-L-I-N-G at archloo.org. And I guess if uh, I was to sum my thoughts up, it would be as a leader, don't discount the creativity you have in looking at the resources that are right there and developing your people in new and different ways. Uh, I think that's the ability that connecting with Will has given us for sure mm -hmm. uh, in terms of just how can we continue to partner and work with our, our people as best as possible. And it's not always in the same way as maybe it's been done in the past. So be open to new ideas, be open open to new strategies and given the opportunity to network, take it. Yes. Don't uh, shut yourself down and say, oh, I've got too much to do or I'm too busy. That is the most important thing you can, can do for yourself. Oh, I love that, Mary Beth. And there's a reason that we're doing this show that'll probably come out in February at this time of the year, because you, all of us know in leadership, the yes. best time to start preparing for next year's yes. learning is now. And so Principal Matters listeners, if you want to in any way connect with the learning that I have, or if you want to know other people I recommend besides myself, because I have lots of resources and, and, and I have lots of other uh, connections with people through my podcast that I would call in a minute to say, please come and do PD with me. Uh, please reach out at will at williamdparker.com. You can email me there or go to my website at williamdparker.com and look at my services link. And if you want to reach out to Amy or Dr. Mary Beth Bowling, I'm going to put their contact information in the show notes. But ladies, thank you so much for your friendship. Thank you for your leadership. And Principal Matters listeners, thank you for taking time to learn together. And thanks for doing what matters. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Will. Thank you so much. You can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com. Check out the services link on williamdparker.com to learn more about leadership.
Leadership Academies, Mastermind Offerings, and Executive Coaching. If you're planning professional development for the year ahead, or you're looking for keynote presentations from any of my books, please email me at will at williamdparker.com. Thank you for learning together today. And thanks again for doing what matters.